Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you could have first heard this episode nine months ago if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clement's each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes... Lots of other marvellous benefits and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your ticks. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash iron filings. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine, I am Andy Hotbody Dawson, pow pow pow. I'm Sam Nifty Delaney, so what? Uh, welcome along to another edition of the Melchester Odyssey. I have in my left hand the 14th of May 1983 issue of Roy of the Rovers. And it's another one where we've got Roy Race on the front cover. Um, but before we get to that, it promises us a super snap of Newcastle versus Queen's Park Rangers, which I haven't actually sent over to you, Sam, but I'll show you it now. It's our good friend, yeah, Kevin Keegan. Kevin Keegan. His Newcastle era. They're playing against QPR. And that, that's Terry Fennick trying to... Um, trying to, He's chasing shadows, though, old it Terry is. Fennick, isn't he? Well spotted. And yeah. Keegan is running with all his might and exhaling. His permed hair is flying back in the wind as he runs. And it's, oh, it's his debut for Newcastle, it says here. So that would be... You can't catch me, Terry Fennick. I'm not as young as I once was. But I've got <laughs> a heart of a lion. <laughs> Come on, Terry Fennick. Try and catch me. <laughs> Chase me. Chase me. <laughs> and, uh, and it says, he, he races away from QPR's Terry Fennick to score the only goal. Another winning debut for Kevin Keegan. Another wonderful, unbelievable, spectacular chapter in my life. <laughs> yes, I may have dropped down to the second division, but I'm still the hero. And that's I'm the still main able thing. to take the piss. <laughs> like I've always done. Now, where's the helicopter? Um, so there's that. There's also a sign, please, which is at Man City midfield star. Oh, who might Can that I be? Guess who that might be? Uh, I mean, Man City in the early Man 80s. City, 1983. Mm, approaching mid-80s. It wasn't a great time for Man City. I don't, don't know. They had a player called Paul Power, I remember. He was a midfielder, I think. Oh my God! It's Paul Power. It's Paul fucking Power. That's amazing. You guessed it correctly. That's there amazing. I, I was thinking, who can I remember from my Man City like <laughs> sticker album back in those days? City were very <laughs> anonymous. I think they weren't even in the first division in '83. The, the biggest thing they did was that '81 Cup final against Spurs, wasn't it? Which went to a replay. Yes, that's right. That's right. Um, did Paul Power score in that? Did he not score in the first game in the one-one draw? I know. No, this wasn't it a lad that, called Mackenzie? <clears throat> Mackenzie, yeah, that rings a bell. I thought that he and, scored uh, a, a I think that, the, goal. That, that he scored a wonder goal, but it was always—it's never <clears> discussed because <throat> it was always overshadowed by Ricky Villa. Yeah, 
I'm going to have a quick look. I mean, I couldn't tell you he was in last season's FA Cup final or the one before or the one before that, but early eighties. Yeah, the eighties. I mean, yeah, we all remember the, the scorers and everything. <clears throat> oh yeah, the first game, Tommy Hutchison scored at both ends. That's it. That was it. And, and then the second the, game um, was it Mackenzie scored. Uh, the second game, Mackenzie scored after eleven. Uh, Via scored eight minutes, then Mackenzie on eleven minutes. And of course, this was a Thursday night replay, which was always very exciting when the FA Cup final got replayed five Did they days replay later. it at Wembley or did they replay they it at Villa did. Park? Yeah. Oh, Wembley. Wembley. Back to Wembley again for everyone. 92,000 were there. 100,000 were there for the Saturday, only 92,000 for the replay. Wow. Um, it's a work night, isn't it? And Kevin Reeves put Man City in front 2-1 and then uh, Garth Crooks equalised. Uh, don't remember that goal at all. And then Ricky Villa, of course, got the, the his, uh, second goal 76 minutes. Yeah. I remember my match. brother going to that game. And the following yeah. year, my both my brothers went, because one was a QPR fan, one was a Spurs fan. Yeah. That was a, big, that was a very memorable day in my house. QPR was second division then as well, weren't they? Yeah, it was a very good, very good Q, QPR team. It was te- Terry Venables. Terry Vegetables was um, the manager. <laughs> and he was, building, he was building something very special at yeah. QPR, wasn't he? Was he? Okay. <laughs> oh, it was a great team. Like, yeah, he went from Palace, where he'd allegedly built the team of the 80s. That's what they called mm. it. Well, obviously, it didn't turn out that way, but he had, like, I can't remember, Kenny Sansom. I can't remember who else. Uh, maybe yeah. he even had Fennec there. Clive Allen? Was Clive Allen Clive there Allen, as well? Yeah. And, uh, and then he went to QPR. And QPR, Simon Stainrod. He was he was mm. a star for um, QPR, and then he, he was yeah he went straight from <clears throat> QPR to fucking Barcelona. So he must have been doing something right. He, he was building stuff, but nothing really came off for it. It was all potential. But I'm looking at the QPR team for the year after, and it had Terry Fennick in, and it had um, Clive Allen in it. So he he took them from from um, Palace. From Palace. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Clive Allen played for fucking everyone, didn't he? No yeah, one seems to have played clubs, for more clubs than Clive yeah. Allen. And uh, so many played for so many clubs, his hair fell out, didn't it? Yeah. And, oh yeah, uh, I remember? Yeah, because we was it Clive Allen that we found out um, <laughs> Murdoch wasn't happy about being bald on his TV screen. <laughs> I can't remember that. But what that the fuck? Right. Look, that's not Clive Allen. <laughs> He's bald. Fucking alien on the telly. What? No, we can't have that. Do you get? <laughs> do you people know nothing about entertainment? This is Murdoch. <laughs> Get that fucking freak show off the screen now. Get fucking E.T. off my screens now. I'm going to put a hat on. <laughs> Jesus Christ, you fucking uh, Brits. I've been trying to teach you the basics for years and you don't cotton on. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we've got a bit distracted already. Paul Powell was the captain of that Man City 1981 FA Cup team. I am Sadly, so proud of guessing Paul Power. Although, you know, it wasn't much well of a guess. It was just literally the only one I could remember. But still, not bad. Weirdly, I think it would have been the first name I would have said as well. Really? Because there weren't, like you say, there weren't that many members. The, the name Paul Power is a memorable name when you're a kid. Exactly. That's really what it's about. It's yeah. just such a memorable name. It was yeah. like it was like their northern version of Billy Bonds. An alliterative, <laughs> yeah, an alliterative midfielder, a leader, <laughs> and both of <laughs> them quite shaggy-haired and very macho-looking. Yeah. Yeah. And, of course, the inspiration many, many decades later for John Jones. John the Jones, eagle yeah. of uh, Canoe Man. <laughs> <laughs> John Jones. Yeah, you've um, got to have a system, and that system needs to be an alliterative system. name. Yeah. 
Um, so that's what's promised. And then we see Roy uh, in his blue shirt of Walford, as we've mentioned before, no club badge. No kit manufacturer, nothing. Just a blue shirt. Just some blue t-shirts. That's Mm. it. That's what it is. And he's racing through, forgive the pun, racing through the defence and uh, he's got a great big smile on his face. He's loving life. He's got a new job, he's at a new club, he's getting shitloads of money and uh, he hasn't got to deal with all them cunts at Melchester anymore. Fucking dreamland. Big smile on his face, yeah. Got a nice uh, new blue top. I got some new fucking deals lined up in the local area. I'm trying to get my feet under the table, so to speak. I've, I've been doing the rounds. Of, uh, I've been to the Freemasons on two occasions now. I've been Press into the, the Rotary Club. The dignitaries. I've been. I've gone door to door to some local independent businesses, explaining the protection services I can offer them. <laughs> they seem very willing to uh, to to bend over, shall we say? So I'll be uh, I, once I get Blackie here on the payroll, I can send him round to do my regular collections, just like I did at Melchester. <laughs> so, um, yeah, he's exploding through. It says Roy's exploding through their defence. I mean, this is a speech bubble, so it'll be one of the fans, I guess. Roy's exploding through their defence. Mate, what do you think of the headline on this? You haven't mentioned that yet. Tell us what it is, Sam. Powerhouse. Powerhouse. And the font they've used is fucking gorgeous. And I don't know what it is. It's sort of, well, it's like in a sort of a fuchsia pink. And it's sort of like you're looking at the words, but through one of those kind of marbled glass windows you, your nan has on her front door. Yeah, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, Madonna replicated that on one of our album covers as well, didn't she? What that through which through, one it was, that, through the sort yeah, of marbled yeah. glass, yeah. Um, uh, it's it's really great. Power. It looks like it looks like it should be on the front of a record, either as the name of the band or the name of an album or something like that. It's really great. I'd love to find that um, font and put it on a collection of Top Flight Time Machine tat. Sorry, I mean merchandise <laughs> on our red bubble site. A list of approved fonts by Top Flight Time Machine. <laughs> Top light time machine font list available only to turbo subscribers. I would. I, I am thinking a t-shirt that just says powerhouse on it would be good. Yeah, I mean we come up with three t-shirt ideas every episode now. Yeah, never. There's so many you can do. I guess. Mm. Um. So anyway, Roy's exploding through the defence, and the two defenders look. One looks bewildered, and the other one just looks fucking shocked by what's happened. And Roy We're both looking a bit like, it. fuck this, this isn't what yeah. we signed up what for. Is, yeah, and it says the rocket is about to be launched. See the colour pages inside, which is where we're going to turn to now. Um, and in the top left-hand corner, we get the update of what's been going on, and it tells us uh, Roy had astounded the world of football by moving to Walford Rovers following increasing interference in his work by the Melchester directors. But there was nothing sensational about his debut as player manager for his new club against Dean's Park. And um, it's got echoes of Messi moving to PSG, this, hasn't it? It's mm. uh, the, the crowd member saying, uh, 20 minutes gone and Roy has only touched the ball a couple of times. Another one further along says, he's made absolutely no impact on the game apart from shouting a few instructions. 
<laughs> this is not what we wanted. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. These cunts are almost as bad as those fuckers at Mel Park. Give me fucking strength. Can I not just have ten minutes to just settle into the new club? I need some fucking... I need some space to think, you cunts. As you just said at the last one, I didn't know you don't play with wingers here. (laughs) No one bothered to fucking tell me. (laughs) I've only been here four days. I haven't had time to look stuff up. (laughs) But to be fair, Roy, you are the fucking manager. There's not just clubs who just get to dictate what the tactics are, irrespective of who the manager is at the time. That's the manager's job. Uh, yeah. So, uh, there he is. And uh, it says, Anna's a Walford defender suddenly came under pressure. Um, Roy shouts, Man on, Terry! Knock it back to the keeper! Whoa! And there's some dissent already. Terry, whoever he is, I mean, we don't know any of these players' names. <laughs> no. We were all fair with the Melchester squad. Oh, yeah, very generally. much so. I haven't got a clue who any of these fuckers are. This is Terry, uh, I don't a think that Roy knows their names, and I think he's just calling them whatever he pleases. Right, <laughs> you're Terry, yeah? And, <laughs> and by the way, Terry. so are you. The, <laughs> yeah. You three, let's just say all of you lot, you're all Terry, yeah? <laughs> you over there, you're John. And... Uh, your big lad. Terry, Terry thinks to himself, no way. He can tell us what to do when he does something useful himself. Fucking so hell, that's not re- much of an attitude, is it? Who the fuck's Terry? You know, this is Roy Terry, Race. Terry, cheeky cunt. Roy Race's a legend. He's only been there half an hour and he's the boss. You can't take yeah. an attitude of, well, you'll have to prove yourself to us if you want yeah, to be our boss. Medals. Fucking Walford Rovers, for fuck's sake. Um... And then, as the defender tried to clear the ball, uh, Terry thinks he knows everything, and his clearance is charged down. Um, his pass has been charged down, says a, a fan. Uh, and Terry goes, Ah! And the player who charges it down, the Dean's Park player, knocks it into the D outside the penalty area to his teammate, and he says, Hit it, Martin! <laughs> Martin. Martin. <laughs> it's it, Martin. All right, it's John. Hard, Martin. All right, Jonathan. There's no need to shout. I'm going to hit it in my own good time. Hit <laughs> it, Martin. I know. I know what, what to do. You know. <laughs> and he does. Backseat driver. Martin does know. He puts it in the back of the net. Yes! Yeah. shouts Martin. Perhaps uh, that will shut you up, madam. <laughs> Don't you try taking any credit for that. I was going to do it all along. I told you to hit it, Martin. I did it the other day in practice. Did you not see me? I was hitting it all afternoon. <laughs> 18 <laughs> out of 20 went between the sticks. <laughs> Fucking um, hell. This is unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> Who are these cunts? I've wanted it an alternate universe. Hey, what the fuck is this? <laughs> this is the fucking Roy Race multiverse. <laughs> <laughs> and Roy's got his fucking his hand on his forehead as the ball goes in. Martin shouts, "Yes!" <laughs> the crowd shouts, "One nil to Park!" Martin, Martin. <laughs> uh, One nil to Park, and this was supposed to be a great day for Walford. No. Meanwhile, 
we go to the uh, Walford Directors Box where Harvey Rawson, the chairman and millionaire, staring mournfully into space. Yeah. I'm bored of owning a football club. I think I'll sell this on the cheap and move into something else, like retail. <laughs> I think I might start. I might. I might buy Ryman's. <laughs> <laughs> I can see they're going places. This bores me. <laughs> and uh, it says some of the Wolford directors were already voicing their misgivings. Oh God! Uh, one of them saying, "Don't don't say I didn't warn you, Harvey." Another one says, "Race may be the best player in Europe, but he can never give his best to Walford." And then the third one, who's wearing a trilby hat for some reason, <laughs> hat says, boy. "We all know why." Disguise, now, would you like to purchase some nylons? <laughs> <laughs> the war's over, Sid. <laughs> uh, I've got a lot of bananas that stitched my overcoat. <laughs> uh, uh, we see Harvey Rawson staring over the pitch from his massive gold throne that we mentioned last time. Uh, it was millionaire chairman Harvey Rawson who had first approached Roy, it says. And Rawson's thinking, mm, they're right, I guess. Roy may be wearing Walford colours, but his heart is still with Melchester and always will be. Damn him! <laughs> Damn his eyes! <laughs> I'll either sell the club or have him killed. Um, or both. Yeah. Who knows? I am a man of great whimsy. <laughs> I'll have him turned into sausages. Fed <laughs> to my dogs. While I watch. <laughs> I'll drive him to Glasgow and feed him to some pigs. Yeah. I believe that's what they do up there. Um, Blackie, listen. Says, this cunt who bought me. I've done some digging and I, I think he's planning on feeding me to some pigs. I need <laughs> you to get over here, pronto. We've got to get one stop ahead, step ahead of him. <laughs> feed him to the pigs. I felt. Do you mean we're feeding him to the pigs before he's got a chance exactly to feed right. you to the pigs? Right. Exactly. Exactly, Mondo Blackie, but I'm going to need your help. We've I'm already in the car. We've done this before, we can do it again. Me and no, you. I went, I went into his office for a sniffer back because I noticed he was being a bit office with me. And uh, he'd, he'd been writing the old thing down, the silly cunt. He'd drawn pictures <laughs> and everything. I found all his plans in his notebook in his desk. <laughs> So, uh, and then it says, soon after the restart, as Dean's Park were awarded a throw-in. Oh, God, Martin again. Fucking hell. The number seven's about to take a throw-in. it's a throw-in. Yeah. Remember to put the ball right back over your head before you release it, or it will be a foul throw. <laughs> but he's, he, he, over the number seven, it says, watch race, Martin. Martin. He was obviously on a high after scoring that goal. He says, oh, forget him. He's still dreaming about the Rovers. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Who are these? Who are these absolute fucking cunts? Jalapeño. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. 
PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Jalapeño. Roy, he is this. And intercepts the throw in. And he says, that's right, chum. Walford Rovers. Oh, get Martin. in there. Martin. Martin goes, oh. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I underestimated him. <laughs> What's that uh, advertising hoarding behind the fella who's taking the throw in? Looks like it says morons. <laughs> morons of Walford. <laughs> <laughs> Quality butchers. Store. Quality butchers and department store. <laughs> Haberdashery and stationers. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, that's right, Chubb, Walford Rovers. And then we, we see him dancing through the two defenders that we see on the uh, the front cover. Hey, says one. And uh, one of the crowd says, look at this. Roy's exploding through their defence. Pow. The next, there it is, bang. And there's the rocket. And he puts it at the back of the net. Don't be much of the keeper here. He's beating the keeper at his far post and the keeper's not even diving. He's sort of just stumbling about watching the ball go in. Keeper's not paying attention. It's happened so quickly. Yeah. There's the rocket. Go! They all cry. Um, One of his teammates goes over and says, what a shot! And then another one of them, it's Mike Terry, the cheeky cunt, he says, "Uh, we wondered when you were going to get started, Racy. (laughs) Holy fucking (laughs) hell. That's a two-week fucking wages... Uh, fine. Yeah. Twat. Get your fucking hands off me. Yeah. Did you not get my fucking memo? No touching me during goal celebrations. Or talking to me directly. <laughs> Look at the floor. Um, I says, better late than... No, that's no Roy talks. Roy <laughs> says, better late than never, eh? Now, let's show these people that Wolford aren't a one-man team. <laughs> oh, obviously... <laughs> They fucking are. Yeah, these people. Lads, utter contempt for the fans. Lads, just stop for a moment to have a look around. Have you seen how many people are here? <laughs> look at them all. Don't try count them, you can't, but have you ever seen so many people gathered together in one place? It's unreal. Look it's at them re- all. Look it's weird. All, each of them have their own lives that they go back to in their little homes. They each have their own dreams. They've all got mothers and fathers. Once Some upon a time... All of these people were babies. Now, imagine this old stadium filled with that many fucking babies. Imagine that. It'd be fucking madness. Some of them have secrets. Look at them all. It does be nothing. Sometimes I think about it. I think about it too much. They're all here. They're all here to see us. Lads, do you ever feel like your brain's got too many thoughts in it? And they might just like start spilling out out your ears or out your nose or something. Scary, isn't it? That's why I drink, to be honest. It's just to slow down the thoughts. Anyway, come on. Let's get back to the centre circle. Oh, oh, shit, they've kicked off. Quick. (laughs) Anyway, it was good to chat. Good to get to know you all on a human level. Um, Yeah. We'll have more conversations as the weeks go by, no doubt. <laughs> now, watch this. Um, uh, as the Walford players 
picked themselves up and took an iron grip on the game, it says. An iron grip. Uh, toad grip. Um, and they just put the ball in the back of the net for fun. Basically here. 2-1! That's better, Walford! Another fan says, Haven't seen them play so positively in years! You wonder why Royce turned up. I mean, we know why Royce turned up. He's turned up for the money, but he's playing for a club that is clearly shit. So you got to wonder why. But, That's uh, pressure. Yeah, exactly. No one expects much of these it's, comps uh, anyway. Very similar to Kevin Keegan signing for Newcastle in Division 2. Yeah. Less pressure. Still be the big fish. More money, less pressure. What's not to fucking like about that? Moments later, um, Roy heads it in. Don't see many headers going in from Roy, do we? Lovely cross, Mike! Shout to another crowd. So we're gradually getting familiar with the names of the uh, the Walford players. We've got Terry and we've got Mike. And we've got Roy, obviously. Roy again! Shouts the, uh, the crowd. Uh, Wahoo! That's my favourite reaction from all of them, that one. Wahoo! You ever That's tried the... that? Ever tried that at the Stadium of Light, mate? Never tried Just it at the Stadium of Light. Because we've been reading so much of this... Mm. over the years you, you don't ever find yourself accidentally going into Melchester fan mode I, I at the Stadium of Light I don't but it you know it might infiltrate me thoughts and me and me voice eventually and, uh, I'm, I'm still What's, I'm still in the family it, enclosure with my son so it's probably borderline acceptable in there I think if I was just in the adult section have you, have you got a regular bloke who sits next to you on either side I've uh, got a regular bloke on the right hand side yeah he's Good fella, yeah. What what what's what level of chat do you share with him? Um, minimal, mm. but um, we all say Courteous. hello. And we all say goodbye. Exactly we, like. don't, we don't always sit together because sometimes there's an empty seat between us. But uh, yeah, he knows his stuff. He's yeah. quite cynical. Yeah, um, that's he, it's funny you saying this because that's but I I I'm sure that everyone listening to this who has a season ticket at whatever their club is has. Basically, that exact man sat next to them on one side. <laughs> yeah, you're basically describing the man who sits next to me. On the, so I've got Len right. on one side, and and the man you're describing yeah. on the other side. I say yeah. hello and goodbye. Occasionally, after we concede a goal, for instance, I'll go. I mean, for fuck's sake, what were they doing? They're just not picking anyone up from the corner, yeah. and he'll go, "Well, yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. yeah." And then he'll give some insight that I hadn't spotted, and I think, yeah, this is a good man. Yeah, but that, that, not everyone's got them because there's, there's people I can identify around nearby who are, are arseholes. Awful, so, yeah. you know, some people... Are, yeah, some I mean, if, you, if you get a season ticket and you're like, you've got an arsehole, you know, and you mm. think, shit, minimum, I've got him for the whole season. Yeah. There was a time when we all sat together at Upton Park and one year, for reasons I can't remember, I got moved to the row in front. I think I've basically been a fucking dickhead and put down the wrong row right when I was doing for my yeah. um, you know reapplication <laughs> and and uh, and uh, and so I was in the row in front and in, there was like a, a line of like seven or eight of us in the lo- in row below and my seat my ex seat was in the middle so they had mm. this one guy who was quite he was older than us and he was we used to call him the businessman because he right. always came we were like young you know, yeah, and we were probably like students or whatever, and we called him the businessman because, especially on midweek games, he'd always come along in his business suit straight, right, from, work. straight from work. Yeah, and he was he was a bit of a miserable cunt, and he'd always be moaning at the team no matter what was happening. Yeah. And unlike the first 
game or the second home game, I went to him and I said, listen, I fucked up on my renewal, but I've sat there for years. The seat that they've given me is just one in front. So the view is like no different at all. No yeah. fucking different, right? And I said, do you mind? these are all my mates. So it's my fuck up, but do you mind if we just swap? Mm. And he car- and the whole time I was saying this to him, right, he was he didn't take his eyes off the game. Yeah. As if he was, he was just staring straight ahead at the game while I was talking to him, trying to any. And he went, no, I'm fine where I am, thanks. Oh, what a cunt. And I went, what? He went, I'd prefer to stay where I am. I said, but it's only one seat different. And, I'm, you know, we're all together. We've always sat together like that. It's just easy. And he went, no, I, I understand what you're saying, but I'd really much rather sit with the seat I've been given. What a cunt. Yeah, and it just, like, he was there for, like, that we, we remained in these seats for the next two years. And he was right in the middle of all my mates, and no one talked to him because everyone thought he was a cunt, which he was. But he didn't care on principle. He just wanted to, no, this is the seat I've been given. I'm not in, I've learned in life, do not start bending rules because it's, this is how it starts. It's the thin end of the wedge. Well, the the bloke who I sit next to, his, his actual seat is two seats along from mine. And there's one gap seat between us and then to his right there's two empty seats that aren't season ticket ones so you'll always get a group of three that come in and then he lets them sit as a three together and he'll sit next to me so he'll move along one into the gap seat no problem absolutely fine he's the opposite of the businessman well I was listening to to West Ham podcast today not not my own one but um, a one that I listened to Right, and the the bloke who one the bloke who presents it said he'd gone to Leicester away, and he'd got to his seat in the away end at, at the at the King Power, and there was a bloke in his seat, another West Ham fan, and he went, "Excuse me, mate, you're in my seat," and the bloke said to him, "Yeah, we're all here for West Ham, aren't we?" Yeah, and the bloke <laughs> said to him, "Yeah, yeah, we are, but you're in my seat." He goes, "Yeah, I know, but we're all here for West Ham." He said, "I don't know what you mean by that." He went, "Yeah, we're all here for West Ham, but that's my seat." And he went, nah, mate, I want to sit here because I want to be near the home fans, right? I want to be near the home fans. I want to shout at them. And he went, yeah, but it's my seat. And he went, well, to be frank, mate, I don't give a fuck. I'm not moving. Fucking hell. And he went, why not? He goes, I, he goes, I don't give a fuck what you do, but I'm not moving. <sighs> so he said, tell me where your seat is. And he went, no, I'm not fucking telling you that. Why not? I'm offering to go and sit in your seat, which is a bit out of order because I'd rather sit in my own seat. But whatever. No, I'm not fucking telling you that. Fuck off. I was listening to this story and I got so angry. On, but I don't really know the guy. I mean, I've met the guy who presents this podcast, but he's not like a friend. Yeah. It fucking drove me nuts. I was running while I was listening to it and I was like becoming, I was raging at it. Yeah, yeah. Especially as the bloke gave it this one. Oh, we're all here to support West Ham. All that bollocks. Like, oh, we're all West Ham, aren't we? We're out one big family. But that said, I've nicked your seat and fuck off. <laughs> and he got all aggressive, like he wanted to fight him over it. Oh, it's like, like one big happy family, isn't it? We're all, oh yeah, come on, we're all West Ham, aren't we? Yeah, fuck off, mate, or I'll fucking cave your skull in. Disgusting. Football fans are awful. Yeah. Uh, right, oh, where are we? Um, let's get this wrapped up. So yeah, Royce nodded it in. Uh, wahoo! That's the way to convert half chances. Uh, someone in the crowd says, uh, "At half time, God, it's only half time. What are they? Three one up." Um, <clears throat> Harvey Rawson's beaming face approaches Roy. 
he looks quite red around the face, quite ruddy. Maybe he's got um, high blood pressure, something like that. that could be worrying. Uh, and uh, Rawson says, "Roy, I, I." That's it, mate. He's been fucking yeah. guzzling the vintage brandy. It's all right, Harvey. I know what you're gonna say. Something about commitment and loyalty. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, fucking Roy's getting his fucking dig in first. He says, "Well, right now my loyalties are with Walford. You brought me here to do a job, and I'm gonna do it to the best of my ability." No matter how much I'm missing the Rovers. Oh, God. Stop What's going it, on right? about it. Weak. And uh, and then he storms past Rawson. And he says, which reminds me, I've got to find out how they're getting on against Tycaster. Where's the nearest telephone? <laughs> what, what are you going to do? <laughs> what do you mean, where's the nearest telephone? Hello, <laughs> he director of inquiries. Yeah, I need... Uh, I don't know what I need, really. The Football Association, they probably know. Blackie Jesus Gray, Christ. no, he'll be playing. Oh, God. Ben Galloway. Yeah, Ben Galloway, Melchester. Get him on the fucking line. He'll be in his office, about to be. Oh, no, he'll be watching the match. Oh, God. Uh, fucking hell. He, Listen, do you know the latest score? Have you got a radio? No, there's yeah. no fucking radio here. Can you give me the number for Grandstand? <laughs> Frank Bob. They've always got a telephone on their desk, haven't they? All right. That's what it's that, for. Or Dickie Davis. Dickie D I C K R I E, I think he spells it. Yeah, yeah, you might be why, I'm not sure. Now, Space Davis. I'm pretty sure it's Davis, not Davies. Try both. <laughs> I mean, it, again, he'll probably be on air, but hopefully, maybe that's just, on ITV, so maybe you could uh, call me back in an ad break. I don't know. Just ring ITV. Just ITV switchboard. They'll put me through. <laughs> <laughs> put me through so, to ITV uh, switchboard and I'll just cut out the middle of it. I'll ask whoever's on reception if they know what the latest scores are fucking hell I mean this was the era when you'd have half time scores get put up on a little scoreboard wouldn't you because yeah. they'd have the letters A to M or whatever and then on the programme it would tell you which matches they corresponded with and they'd put the half time scores up oh I don't remember that remember that, that no I don't remember that time. yeah yeah They'd so there was like a in the code. corner of that the must ground. have been quite fun. It was a, it was a code. It was like being yeah. a spy, yeah. So you don't yeah. have the programme and know which matches. It was a probably an incentive to get you to buy the programme, I guess. Um, yeah, that's good, be some, that's good fun. That's good fun. That's something half time half time's really boring, isn't it? I mean yeah. I, it's really boring, so anything like that can liven it up, can't it? Yeah. Fucking fifteen minutes sitting about. Fucking uh, stupid. Do you know what? They, they shouldn't have half-times. Players are fit enough to play all the way through 90 minutes. Oh, I think they should just play 80 minutes and then just fucking suck it off. Yeah, it's like, fuck like, half-time. No one likes half-time. It's fucking mad. Like, I mean, even if you like a beer, right? Mm. I understand some people like to go out for a beer. But let's be honest, even in a well-run stadium, like, the time it fucking takes you to queue up, get a beer, then drink the beer, you always will miss the beginning of the second half anyway. That's, that, and the yeah. only way you can avoid that is to leave and miss the end of the first half. 15 exactly. minutes is not enough time to have a relaxed drink. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it's like uh, you see people going down because the bars are open 10 minutes before half time at Sunderland. You see people streaming yeah. down on 35 minutes because they know it's their best chance of getting a drink. But... Um, but it's just stupid. You miss, so you you just in order to get the beer, you have to miss some of the game. I would say, just yeah, shorten the game and fuck half time. I always yeah. get cold in half time as well, mate. I'm fucking wandering around feeling freezing. I don't notice the cold so much when the game's going on. It's, yeah, it, it's like um, it's like groups that do encores. 
I want to say echo yeah. on the bun, bunny menu the, the two encores I just thought yeah. just do all the songs and we're going to fuck off home do all the songs and go I want to get home yeah one of my main priorities when I get to a game or a console or anywhere is when can I get home how <laughs> quickly can I get home exactly. <laughs> yeah. so um, that's the end of that one how many marks out of ten are you giving it uh, nine I'll give it a nine it's not a ten but it was strong um, Do you want to look at this cricket panini? I don't remember Pani, uh, panini cricket doing panini cricket stickers. Thing, yeah, well, that's what I was going to ask you. Are you familiar with that? I wasn't familiar with it. Don't don't remember this at all. In '83, I would have definitely been getting the football stickers. That would have been around the time I started on the football yeah. stickers. But I didn't know they did cricket. I might look and see if there's any of those on eBay because I probably remember more about eight, mid '80s cricket than yeah. I do about you know cricket now. They're probably quite rare compared to the and football ones. Keith Fletcher, who I don't remember, but then they've got Graham Gooch, who I like to see. Graham Gooch used to train with West Ham. Did he? In, in their pre-season training, because he, he played for right. Essex, didn't he? Graham Gooch, yeah, yeah. Was, I think he's a West Ham fan. And then, of course, they've got old Beefy. Ian Botham. I think Ian Botham trained with Sunderland for a while. Really? Isabel. Yeah, because he was a footballer as well. He, play, he played for Scunthorpe. He, he played times. for Scunthorpe, yeah. So there we are. Imagine um, Beefy though. Do you know, like Beefy's like best friends with Piers Morgan. Imagine, <laughs> imagine the opinions that Beefy. He's in the has. House of Lords now, isn't he? Beefy, Lord oh, Beefy, Lord oh, Beefy. Imagine Beefy. Oh yeah. He, he, once he, he'd have, he'd have, he'd say awful things if you went out for a drink with him, and it would become the, really the uncomfortable. The, the smell of the Irish centre at Leeds during indoor. Yeah. League. But in opinion form. Smell that. That's why they call me Beefy. Because all my farts stink of beef. Wow, that and the cockpit accidentally sent on Twitter that time. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I didn't. I was hacked. You know, As I mentioned told- at the time I was hacked. <coughs> I've told you this before, or we've discussed it before, but his fucking, his fucking um, thing, his, his autobiography is called Don't Tell Cat. Don't Tell Cat, isn't it? Yeah. His uh, wife's cat. What? Yeah. I mean, fucking uh, hell, beefy. Fucking, you're in the House of Lords. Fuck's sake. No, she'll never see it. She doesn't go into bookshops. <laughs> Nobody will tell her. I don't let her. That's it from this one. We'll be back with more in the future. Thank you very much and goodbye. Goodbye. softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.